Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is good, everybody? You already know it's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. We got Mr. Two Letters in the studio with me as well. What it it has been a week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord. It has been a week, but we're here. We appreciate y'all for tuning in with us. As always, uh, make sure that you guys like the video, subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports weekly. And we don't want you to miss the thing, so make sure that you hit that bell. Big facts. We got Petty Casanova checking in in a minute. He'll let us know when he's ready to hop on screen. But you already know how we get down. We got a lot of NBA talk today. NBA talk. We got John John in the chat. We got a lot of NBA talk today. And we want to know, question on the table, who should the Chicago Bulls be looking at in this year's playoffs and this year's conference finals because we're at a point where listen there's a lot of players in the conference finals right now who there's going to be question marks if they're still going to be there and ladies and gentlemen entering the chat the pettiest man alive petty casanova mr p kid what's going on baby how you feel what happened with you man what's happening with you how you feeling my boy Yo. feeling good feeling great feeling great feeling good i hope the hey, audience all-, all right that's all we can ask. That's all we can ask. First off, we want to send our prayers and thoughts out to Mr. Two Le- or not Mr. Two Letters, my fault, Stefan Don Ringo J. Uh, he's uh, he's uh, having some uh, issues today. He's uh, y'all y'all send some prayers out for him. I'm not gonna put his business out on the air like that, but you know, he's alive and well. He's alive and well. It's not, just, it's know, not. He's got some things that are going that on. That gotta with work. Get work out. Uh, you feel yeah, me? So just a little are, down for the count. A little you know down for saying? the count. He, but but a little bit serious. more serious than a cold. <laughs> a little less serious than COVID. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's a bar. He's <laughs> <laughs> been back two weeks and he got clap it up thank, for that. Thank, Let's thank clap you. it up for that. Hey, how's my mic sound? My, my, my mic good? Yeah, you are good, my boy. He said a little more serious than a cold, a little less serious than COVID. Yes. I am here for that bar right there. Nah, um, but we, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and all as always. Uh, appreciate everybody who sent love to me and my wife as y'all if y'all you know tune in and rock with the show. Um your boys are pappy now. Thanks. Your boys are pappy. If anybody wants I love to- it when you call me big pop. Hey, look, if anybody wants to send a little Pappy Van Winkle to the hospital, I'll get you the address. Um, but no, man, we we appreciate uh, I appreciate all the love that everybody showed to us this week. Um, honestly, I mean, that, that's all I got. I, I sent y'all the video. Uh, let's get into the show. Let's talk some basketball NBA playoffs, because there's a lot of stuff going on with the playoffs. By the way, we are live right now on YouTube, live on Facebook, live on The Contender. Make sure y'all liking up the video, man, because this is the only channel that is talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. By the way, check the merch. Merch We got merch. We got merch. Facts. Mine on the way. Y'all, y'all was supporting. Y'all seen heavy support on the merch. The link is in the the, uh, uh, bio below. 
uh, in the description below. We got uh, Stefan Adon in the chat. What? Hey, get well soon, my boy. It's all love. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, let's talk about this because... Um, and I, I kind of said they're still in the NBA playoffs, but I feel like this can go outside of the NBA playoffs. I don't know if this is breaking news, but I think it's breaking news. Go ahead with it. Uh, the NCAA is now allowing them to get paid on likeness. That is kind of breaking news, but not really because they were already uh, in the steps for that, that had been reported already. But this kind yeah. of breaking news. Well, guess what? They kind of just said, yeah, why not? So, and listen, because so, it, it, it just came across uh, ESPN for me on the app. I don't know how late this is, but that's what they're talking about. So, hey, Man. shout out to them players. Get money. You got to love it. 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 Um, but back to the playoffs. I know you was talking about. I threw you all you off. You threw me completely off. I was, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, the NCAA finally gave up. Um, no, but – to the playoffs, uh, we, we've got four teams in the playoffs right now. The Clippers are facing off with the Suns. Uh, they're on the brink of elimination. And then we've got uh, um, in the Eastern Conference, uh, Milwaukee okay. is facing off with uh, Atlanta. Now, we know when we're watching those two teams, those four teams on all of them, there's some player that's looking to get paid because he's having a playoff performance of his life right now. On all of them, there's some player that's looking to get paid because he feels like he's being held back by another person that's in his way. There's somebody on each of those teams. And I think that if we're talking just the playoffs in general, we can still somewhat have that conversation. And so I ask you guys, I ask the chat, who should the Chicago Bulls be focusing most on going into the rest of these playoffs? And is there somebody that maybe already has uh, um, gone out of the playoffs that you think the Bulls should be focusing in on? Call into the show. We want to hear your opinion. 855-908-5668. 855-908-5668. I want to know you guys' opinion, though. I want to know how, how my brothers in the ch in, in the room um, here feel. Who, who are you guys looking at? Kid, I'll, I'll start with you. Who are you looking at that you think the Bulls, one, have a shot at, because that's the real thing, and mm -hmm. two, would actually fit with the team? Mike Conley. I still think uh, – I know that's a name that hasn't been thrown out there, but – I'm going to throw you a little curveball. Uh, Still $35 million for him, right? Uh, well, he has to resign. They're not going to get – Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is his last year on that contract, I believe. So he's not going to get 30. I, no one's going to pay him $35 million moving forward. And and I think that's a pretty safe bet. Not to say yeah. that he's, he's weak but anything like that, but, you know, he's not giving me $35 million. That's – Paul George is making $35 million this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so you get that, right? Um because Donovan Mitchell may be shifting, maybe wanting to shift, whatever the reason may be, I can see them kind of blowing up a lot over there to make that situation work. I can see him on the move. Uh, I can see, uh, well, he's going to be a free agent, so I can see I see that. Uh, I am still, honestly, I, I think it may sound crazy, uh, but Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson is going to be looking for a payday, and he's going to absolutely deserve it. And I absolutely think the Bulls should be like, hey, What's up? You know, like right. after this bit, because I don't know what the Kawhi saga is going to look like, but Reggie Jackson, in my opinion, is getting paid a vet mem, and he ain't balling like a like a uh, like someone who needs a vet mem. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's that's for me. I know everyone's probably expecting me to say Shrouder and stuff like that. I ain't really feeling it. Um, I'm not really feeling him. But I, 
you know, maybe him and Reggie Jackson are the same player, but I, I'm I'm looking at Ray, uh I'm I'm looking at Reggie Jackson. That's what I'm looking at. I mean, the, I, I'm I'm not mad at the the name Reggie Jackson. I think one, he absolutely fits what the Bulls are are trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And he he fits a, a, a point guard that the Bulls are listen. Unless Kobe White takes a step in need of, completely in need of. Um, the the question I have with him is: Is he having the games of his life, or is this? You you know what I'm saying? Like we we've seen mm. that where guys have gone off in the playoffs but and have and have gotten paid off of it but have not been able to complete that why i i always ask the question why i yeah. love what i'm seeing from reggie jackson why are we just seeing why is he peaking is, is he peaking or, or or is it is it because Kawhi is not in the system is it because he doesn't have a ball dominant player with him which if he comes to chicago listen zach is ball dominant he, he's going to want the ball in his hand more times than not. Is it be, you know, I, those are the questions that I look at when I'm looking at a Reggie Jackson, when I'm looking at even Dennis Schroeder, because yes, I want somebody that's going to set up the offense and get me into the offense and still be able to get buckets. Right. But to me, I, 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 and not to say Reggie hasn't played well, hasn't played at a, a above average point guard level in the NBA, but how red, first off, let's, since Kawhi has gone down, Reggie, that might as well say Reggie Jordan on the back. Like, let's, been balling. And so, been and so I, I, I don't want to get caught in recency bias with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if we get caught in the, if we get caught in the recency bias, that's how you, you overpay for players that, that when they, when they're doing it, you're like, he deserves this money. Cause he did it at this moment. And then why hasn't he lived up to that? Well, he, he well, had, I'm going to give you some perspective. I don't think he hasn't lived up to it. I think he was just in a market that we didn't pay attention to because when he was in Detroit, he was giving you 17, 18 a game with nine. I mean, in 2014, he was giving you 17, four, nine. He's in Detroit, though. Right. So if we're looking just for someone to be a serviceable point guard. Yeah. Someone who can score, someone who can facilitate, someone who clearly when they have the opportunity and they know they need to step up and get us a bucket. Someone that we may be able to get for way less than what the numbers are for everyone else. Right, 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 right. I don't see how his name isn't on your radar if you're if you're someone. If you look at his last last, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six, last last ten games, right? Let's go last ten games. He's only had maybe one or two bad games, but everything else, seventeen or more, several multiple uh, several uh, twenty point games, efficient games at that. Yeah. At this point, that's what we need: someone efficient. Limits the turnovers, can shoot multiple spots on the floor. I don't see how. I don't see how that's not a winning combination. I, I think. I think the like. Like I said though, we're we're looking at his numbers minus Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? Are the are the numbers? Absolutely. Are the numbers with and, and and that's the question that I've had. I mean, me and you had the conversation off air about Paul George. You know, Paul George, why, but with Paul George, which means that George, he only has sure. to compete with one guard. Right, right, for sure, for sure. But you're you're coming into a system that not only has a guard, but you also got to set up a big man that's going to want a, the ball in his hands a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Now he's efficient. I mean, we could, we've seen Vooch get twenty five points off of eight nine shots, but he's somebody that's going to take shots away from from Reggie Jackson and is, is, are we going to get that same kind of performance? And like, like we had the conversation about what Paul George is doing. Paul George is on a tear. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But you had to ask yourself, where was this guy when Kawhi was on the floor? Why isn't he doing this when Kawhi is on mm-hmm. the floor? And and me and Kid went all the way back. It was like, well, uh, he he kind of I give I give you the Russ point. I said, why wasn't he doing this with Russ as well? Why weren't they winning with Russ as well? I give you the Russ point. He's he, he, he was by, balling with Russ. He was balling with Russ. Russ, by Russ by dropped some, the ball. But I can see why a lot of people would be intimidated by Kawhi. Just the fact that dude is weak. Like and stoic, like people who are stoic and, and and very quiet, but dominant in in the com- completely in the field that they're performing yeah. in can be very intimidating. So it's like, how do I even approach someone like that? That's why I think P. Will's the perfect for the Bulls because when you hear the Bulls talk about him, they like, man, he like that with y'all. With us, he's yeah. outgoing. He loves this. Like Kawhi really is. Like the Kawhi we see, the I love you robot Kawhi, that's who he is with his teammates too. It's like, hey, bro, let's get hyped. Let's go. And Kawhi like, come on, bro. Come on, let's go get on the court. Right, not, but not, I'm going to say this. Kawhi views his teammates like coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say this, though. Um, Paul George has never been a number two. And he was kind of forced into that situation because of him having to come back from injury and stuff like that. And I respect the fact that he was willing to take on that role. But it's very clear. I think RJ on uh, on his show, uh, I sent you that clip. He actually alluded to it. You know, when he was on the Pacers, that was his team. And you, we were really hyped to see his his growth and everything because we knew that that was his team. We knew he was up next. And then he had this freak accident, set him down for, you know, a season, maybe two seasons. I forgot how long he was out. Uh, so realistically, to me, season and a half, I think something like that. It was a while because yeah. it happened in preseason, or no, it happened at uh, Team USA. Yeah, I think you know, so. Team USA, it happened at. And so realistically, we didn't get to see him take that that leap because he was injured. One of the, a freak accident too. So I mean, we can't hold that against him. It ain't like he was just like oh injury prone. I mean, if you look at that backboard, uh, the, that post, that thing's so far back now. So, so like they absolutely moved it because of that. Yeah. So I think now we're really starting to see prime PG that we were robbed of. And realistically, I don't think the Clippers need a Kawhi. I don't think they need Kawhi to be competitive. I don't think they need Kawhi to be a top team in the West. I don't. The way they're constructed now, the way that they're rolling, and if they can actually keep Boogie on the floor, which I have absolutely no idea why he doesn't get at least 20 minutes, it blows my freaking mind. Don't get me started uh, on my boy. comes out in balls. Y'all know how I am with Boogie. Y'all know how I am uh, with Boogie. Absolutely. And I'm I'm on that I'm on that train with you, bro. I, I have no idea why he isn't getting enough tick because that's a squad right there. That is a full squad. And you got to look at what they're doing with the injuries. This is a loaded team. Just like the Lakers without injury is a loaded team. So, I mean, I, I think that and giving it in Ty Lu, I think is the best coach for him to have because Ty is a player's coach. He's going to let – he's going to come to him, tell him to do his thing, and he we actually got a clip of that too, him telling him that he wanted him to be aggressive. Yeah. I think it's a perfect situation from him, for him right now without Kawhi. And I hope to see more of it. I really do. I, he's one, He's always been one of my favorite players uh, – before, especially before he got injured, I, I went to a couple of games. My wife even flew me out to to LA to see one of those games, and so it was like, "Yo, I've always liked what he brings to the table. I just don't, I really don't understand the disrespect he gets. It I just, think, it just don't add up." I think, I think it's the fact. And listen, I, I'll tell you one thing that it is. It's all the game winners that have been dropped on them. I want y'all to look at them. I want y'all to look at them game winners. And unless, listen, we'll never know. But unless he's saying I'm guarding the most. The, I'm guarding the best player 
I'm guarding the person that's taking this last shot. I'm doing it. Unless he's saying that, if he's saying that and Dame Lillard is sending you out of the playoffs, you got to hold that. That's on you. Now, granted, Dame's still hitting great shots. The game winners have pretty much all been like great shots. It's not like he's not in great defensive position. But if 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 you are, are saying, I want this man, and you're getting dropped off, that's on you. But look at them plays. Every single time, it's Kawhi Leonard switching off of the best player on the floor and letting Paul George take it. You know, I got something for that comment right there. It's interesting to see how people view Paul George when they don't realize how much he does for the teams he's on. When you look at any team he's been on, he's always been one of their best defenders. He's been one of the one of the best bucket getters on that team and best rebounders on the team. And at this point, he actually had to run point pretty much. So he had to not only be, you know, facilitating and stuff like that. He does a whole lot for the teams that he's on. And for me, I I'm a huge Kawhi fan. I yeah. have nothing against him, but Kawhi is like old Carmelo Anthony, you're not getting the ball back. Uh, you're not, uh, you get that ball to him, you're not getting that joint back. That's a black hole. Phil Jackson called it great. That's a black hole. You ain't getting that ball back. I think, that, that I think, ball, that's going up. I think the difference is, though, like, right now, Kawhi is, you're not getting this ball back, but I'm dominating most people that I'm standing across from. Like, it's it's, it's honestly like the same conversation a lot of people had with, with early Kobe. Or not even early Kobe, late Kobe too. Kobe was like, and, and even though Kobe would pass, Kobe would look for a pass. Like, I think it's overblown that, oh, he never passed. There was a lot of times where it was the, I'm getting triple teamed. I'm getting, uh, uh, um, I mean, <laughs> my favorite one is when he's dropping 81 on, on Toronto and they literally are sending three people at him. Right. And a fourth is lurking just in case he drives. And he's still like, nah, I'm up. I'm going to pull this one up. Baseline fade away. Jay it in your face. Take this with you. But I, I'm fine with that. Some guys are like that. So the, the NBA needs those players to be entertaining, and they win. Kawhi right. Leonard wins. Kobe Bryant won. You know what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't done it in mm-hmm. L.A., but these guys win. So I'm cool with that. But I think that the Kawhi conversation is an interesting one, as, especially with the Bulls, because we're seeing Paul George right now dominate. Fourth quarter PG, a little iffy. I haven't seen PG free throw like this in a, I mean, he's really not a LeBron type guy. He's a pretty good free throw shooter. But if we're looking tired. at that, that, tired, absolutely exhausted and tired. hasn't been in this position in a while. But I mean, listen, right. still, still, if if, the, if these are game ceiling free throws, this is what you get paid for. I, I Everybody's tired. I'm not going to give you that excuse because you're you're trying to put the game away. This is your time to do it. You want to be that number one dude that you are right now. You balled like the entire game. It's on you to put this game away. But but you can. This we, takes a whole different uh, spin because now these very games where we get to see these these superstars struggle as much as they are because of fatigue and stuff like that. Now yeah. you get to understand how early two thousand late two thousand yeah. basketball was yeah. because they let them battle. They let them fight through and stuff yeah. like that. And now when you get that, you see how inefficient some of these players are. No, they're having to really compete. They're having, they're allowing them to be physical. Right. And even, right. even I'm going to be real with you. Like I, I hate that Brian came out with an, I told you so, like he was seven. That was stupid, but he was right. Was it, it was stupid. It was dumb. I hate that. He's like, oh, this is what we get when it, first off you're crying. Cause you're out of the playoffs and yeah, you might've been tired. I could see that you were tired, but you're crying cause you're out of the playoffs and you're crying because, because you weren't making this cry when you were winning. Absolutely. 
You weren't crying like this when you were winning. And let's call it what it is. That is crying when you come out after somebody has a major injury and you're like, I told you so. AD didn't play half the season. So I can't, you're not going to tell me he didn't get rest. But I play half the season. I I look at to to keep it to keep it kind of where we were going. I look at this Clipper team. Is there someone there that's possibly going to be on the move after the season? It's now Kawhi Leonard. Ringo's pretty adamant that Kawhi is not coming back. I don't see it because Kawhi. I, I think a lot of people don't take into account how happiness plays into a player. But is there somebody on this uh, team right here that the Bulls could be going after? I, not even just the stars. I'm gonna be real with you. I'd still take a Boogie Cousins. Yeah. I'd still take a Boogie Cousins. Mm-hmm. Boogie's always on the table. He's on a one-year deal. You can get him at a discount, and you can get him into the building. And listen, he's not going to go out there and dominate Joel Embiid, but you've got two big men in your system that absolutely can both play outside and both handle the ball. That's a dangerous game. We'd have three big men that we'd be rotating that already we are already happy with. I, I'm not looking for them to make any moves for a big man. I'm not. We got a big man coming over. We got a big man that we actually acquired that's a stud. Daniel Tyson can play a stretch five if he needs to, and I absolutely think he's a – I love that pickup right there. I, I really do love that pickup right there. Got to get him back. Um, we got Seminovich. Uh, what's like? I think I already said that guy coming over. Oh, um, you're right. You're right, Seminovich. I didn't think about that yet. Bring yeah. in Bus- so right bring now, it in Bushy at the forward and center position, like yeah. interchanging that. We need to focus on who's running our point, who's initiating our offense and stuff like that. Who's getting the ball out of Zach's hand? You know, who's going to be, I'm not saying it has to be CP3, but who's going to be the CP3 for uh, Zach Levine? Because you, you see what Devin Booker can do when he doesn't have to bring the ball up, initiate the offense, stuff like that. He's having a great season and he's looking much better. And But the opportunities are there for him. He doesn't have to do as much. He can focus on what he does best and things of that nature. Uh, Zach needs that same opportunity. So who can give him that? Who can alleviate playmaking on that level, setting up the big man and stuff like that? So just to get it out of his hands, because his turnover ratio is high simply because he had to do so much. Right. I mean, I like like two people. I've always, I've been on a Lonzo Ball train and um, Man, I think he's going to New York. Man, I I can see it. New York got to find some money. Well, they always no, find New money. York got plenty uh, yeah, money. Uh, yeah, they always New York got money. plenty of money. It's New York, dog. Yeah, it's New York. <laughs> <laughs> going to find money if we really want to. Right, <laughs> the Yankees got all that money, too. Um, I like Lonzo Ball. And uh, Baki hit us with uh, some on the Twitter earlier, uh, a, a trade scenario with uh, for Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, not bad. I think it was Thad to Thad to Brooklyn. Which Brooklyn with Thad? Yeah. That's 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 deep, a Brooklyn. Deep. You're talking about a deep bench. Uh, I think uh, it was OKC acquires DeAndre Jordan mm, and he a was first chilling round on the bench pick for no reason. Yeah, I, I don't know how he gets in the doghouse. At a minimum, he's seven feet tall and he he's gonna get you ten boards. Was Claxton hurt on that team? He didn't play any of his bigs that was giving him good production. He, d- I, I don't know what Steve Nash was looking at. I mean, I get, I, I, yes, I do. Let me take it back. Yes, I do. Who does Blake Griffin remind you of uh, uh, running the floor wise when healthy? Amari Stoudemire. Exactly. He, mm-hmm. He's very, not as good of a post game, but he can shoot from pretty much wow. any point on the court. He really he was can trying handle to re- the ball. He, he, yeah. What we watched out there was Kevin Durant and a, a very great value version of the Phoenix Suns. Right. 
since we're talking Brooklyn, I wouldn't mind them trying to go after Mike James. I like a Mike James, but Mike but James. are you are you making that move this early with Wait, Mike what? James? I'm, sorry. I'm talking Brooklyn. Though. What I'm talking about Brooklyn. Remind me of Mike James. Mike, Mike James. James was the Euro League MVP yeah. that Brooklyn picked up, and when he finally got some tick, he balled. Okay. He balled. He had some. He had some games where you like, who is this guy, right? Yeah. And so it just seemed like for the majority of the time they put him on the floor, he gave him something, right? Yeah. And so now, what I, is like, that look and like? I like a great value pick. Like I don't want. I don't. It does need to be a Hollywood, you know, type of uh, move. If we get somebody, yeah. you know, bid low and then get high production out of them, I'm with that. AK is really good on finding those sleepers, uh, uh, apparently. And I don't see how you would say a EuroLeague MVP can't play in today's NBA. Right. The part that I didn't know because I know y'all saw, like I did the I did the video on um, what was his name, Vasily Miksic. Um, I think I yeah, think, you see, you pronounce it better than me. I can't. Let me see. <laughs> Vasily Miksic, Miksic, me. I don't remember how to say it, but um. He said Mike James broke saddle ankles. Yeah, I do remember that. That's that was fact. scary. That was scary. R1 said, I'd rather have Rick James. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think the the when you when I look at those Euroleague players, the thing that I didn't take to, into account, and especially with Marco Semenovich that we have, and and I want people to understand this mugs are like the NBA is the mecca of basketball. That's why everybody wants to play here. Nope. Everybody wants to play here because you can make the most millions here. Yeah, everybody wants to play here because if I'm if I'm looking to have financial gain from the NBA, I can make the most money here. Look at look yeah. at how Team USA plays this year. We're no longer this isn't this isn't MJ and the Dream Team at Barcelona. This isn't LeBron and Kobe and the Redeem it's Team. It's closer than we. It is think. so much closer right now than people think. Is so when we're looking at some of these players who are from overseas, you have to take into account you. I, and I looked at Mixich's numbers. I think he had 16 points a game eight assists, something like that. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but that's on 10 minutes a game. That's without an extra eight minutes in the game. Yeah. And in this NBA, a lot can happen in eight minutes. We've seen blowouts be overturned in eight minutes. Yeah. Eight minutes means a lot in this NBA. Steph Curry, you know what Steph Curry does in eight minutes? That's a fact. And you can think of it as two minutes a quarter. You can think of it as eight minutes all at the fourth, however you want to think of it. But when it's time for these guys to to make a move, we can say, oh, I don't like how his game looks. Well, he's getting it done against similar competition Mm -hmm. that the NBA is putting on the floor right now. It's not just Luka Doncic dominating the NBA. We're seeing big Euros left and right who come over here and they're like, yeah, yeah, there's just not as much a commitment to defense as easy lay. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at, like you said, Semenovich. Maybe the Bulls here, – here's the here's the here's uh, another question. Are the Bulls really missing something? Or is the final piece just – or is the final piece just not here? Point guard. I'll, I'll, I'll say this, though. If you've watched uh, uh, um, Semenovich's game, a lot of ball handling, a lot of bringing the ball up the court, not saying I, – now, I put the video out saying that he – is he Joker 2.0? No, because there's not as much weight on him like that. But Joker brings the ball up the court a lot more than a lot of the other players, and especially in crunch time. That's, now, you got to see. Yeah, we had to put a lineup on the floor. That's cool in like the – like a, you know, a 
last 10, five minutes of the fourth quarter. Right. But doing that the whole game, I'm not with that. Listen, if we had to put a lineup on the floor, Thad can bring that ball up. Thad can bring the ball up. He's done it. And guess what? We wouldn't say anything about it. He'd be doing nothing different than what uh, Ben Simmons or Draymond Green does for their teams. Right. Right. I'm, so are we missing anything? I think it's a little too early to say. We only had less than 10 games to really even see what our new picks could do. True. Or maybe it was 10 games. Whatever it was, it was a small sample size. Like, for if we're just being honest, we're still too new to even know what we have. We ain't seen it. At least the fans haven't. We as fans, we haven't seen it. They haven't had a chance to jail on the court. They haven't had a chance. Well, they didn't have a chance. But now, hey, give me the games next season, then I'll tell you. <laughs> give me 20 games, I'll tell you what we need, right? And I, you know, I would who like knows? Pat Will can get in the gym right now and put on some weight, just like Giannis put on weight. People forget Giannis was a stick figure when he first got drafted. Kawhi was very small when he first got drafted. Those right. are grown men right now. So when you look at it, Pat Will with weight. Zach with another uh, taking a step up. Playing Team USA is going to definitely help him. You know, who knows what happens with that? The only person we're really worried about right now is, like, what do we do with Laurie? Yeah. That's and it. That's, Other than that, that, we got a big – we got a – we got And Daniel. that conversation has gotten mad quiet. I mean, listen, we got we got Vooch, Tice, P-Wheel, Zach, and we got Thad Runpoint. That's a very tall lineup, but guess what? Are you mad at it? No, I'm not mad at the lineup. I like. I, I personally like the lineup. I I think that that but, lineup beats. It matches up with anybody. They can stay. They can stay with the Hawks. I think. I think. And and the reason I asked that question because we're talking about players in the playoffs right now that could help the Bulls right now. You're giving something up for more 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 than likely for most of them. You're giving something up that could be used in the future. You're giving something up in a draft where you get to see AK shine, which he seems seemingly has done. We haven't seen Devon Dotson touch the floor yet. Wow. Is he possibly a point guard that the Bulls could use? And there's a lot of nuance to this. There's a lot of like, I know we, we say, oh, let's go get Lonzo Ball. Let's go get uh, and prove it. Listen, I'm all for proving especially at this point in the game where the Bulls are. I'm all for proving, and we would love to hear how you guys feel. Make sure you call into the show, man. 855-908-5668, 855-908-5668. If I have to throw a name out there just, just because I, I've always liked this kid, I'd get Cam Reddish. Yeah, he look, Cam, Is he available, though? Cam, Cam I mean, they ain't right. did much. Well, he got injured earlier this season. You know, Trey kind of took off. Herder and all these people are balling. I mean, you kind of got your line up there. I don't know if he's available or not, but I tell you what, Cam Reddish can ball. Yeah. Cam yeah. Reddish, like I think Ant Man, there's a lot of the rookies and, and and sophomores that would say Cam Reddish is a hard one of the hardest people they've ever had to play. And so it was like, yo, give that man some a chance and some tick. I can see him doing some good things. I like that kid. I really do. I really do like Cam. I like I like Cam. I don't see them moving off of Cam. They shouldn't. They really shouldn't. But. I, I don't. I. I don't see. I don't see that being the intelligent move. Now, maybe. Maybe. I mean, listen. They've done. They've gotten here without him, for the most part. Like he's he's been a part of the team, but for the most part, they've really gotten here without him. Maybe I'm the yeah. stupid one that's looking at Cam Reddish's talent and saying that kid could be somebody that absolutely could snap off on somebody else's team. You put Cam Reddish on Brooklyn and let him succeed. Uh. Uh. Um. Um. Kevin Durant. 
after Kevin Durant's gone, I could see him being uh, a name that keeps Brooklyn relevant for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, Cam Reddish is 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 a really Cam needs 15 games. Cam Reddish is Brandon Ingram on the Lakers. Cam needs 15 games. You give him 15 games, I'm and let his confidence build. That kid gonna be nice. I'm sorry. That kid gonna be nice. I'm, I, I I love this. I love to see it. Him, uh, I think he's better than Ant Man. Be real honest. To be honest with you, mm. I think he's better. Well, than I mean, Ant-Man. I mean, he's got more time in the league than Ant Man. That's true. But I, more I, time I, felt, in the league I felt like that. You know, Ant Man's in a situation where Jay he Crit can What's good? Jay Crit, what's good with you? Man? Like we ain't seen Crit in a minute. Appreciate you, my boy. Appreciate I you. On shout out Bucky. Um, we got Deja in the chat. What's goody? It's a couple um, people I feel like just didn't get the tick that they needed. Yeah. Cam is one of them. Ant-Man was in a perfect situation. D-Lo got hurt. The other, uh, somebody else got hurt. They needed him to play. So it was like, yeah, he go out there, do his thing. Cam was in a situation where they was like, ah, eh, well, I don't know. <laughs> so right. I think, hey, I've, I've been real big on him since he got drafted. But unfortunately, he didn't get the tick, so. Let's head over to the phone lines, man. We love talking to you guys, man. Uh, we got we got Shane on the phone out in the 773. Let's go out to Shane. What's going on, my boy? What's good? What's good, man? How you doing? How you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to call about this uh, point guard situation. You know, we can get Lonzo Ball, get Mike Conley, get this, get that. And I even said get Kyle Lowry. But one person that... People fail to sleep on, and, may, it may, and some of y'all may say Reggie Jackson, but he is one person I think will fit perfect. Ricky Rubio, think about it. He plays defense, which is what we really need, and he and his main job is to playmate. Now he can score a little bit, he can shoot the three a little bit, not at a high percentage as a lot of these point guards like Steph Curry can, but. He fits the need, and then he's around the same age as, I think, Busevich, or I think he might be a year younger. I don't know, but I think he fits perfectly with what we're trying to do. And then not only that, he probably might cost less, or we might maybe have to make a trade for him to get him or something like that. I don't know, but I think he would be perfect for this team. Appreciate you for calling in, man. Appreciate you. Um, Ricky Rubio, kid, how you feeling about a Ricky Rubio? Appreciate you for calling in, Shane, man. Make sure you call in again, man. We appreciate the love. No, I appreciate you, my, uh, my boy. Uh, very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. And if you look at his field goal percentages, it's, very, it's not that great. As for his career, he shoots less than 40%. I think in that situation, you're, you're saying that Zach Levine is a star, a superstar, if you go get Ricky Rubio, because even at his worst, not granted, listen, played played poorly this season. Right. Um, I don't know how many – I feel like Ricky Rubio was hurt for a good amount of time, and I think Ricky Rubio got hit with COVID. I'm not sure on that second one. I'm not sure on that. Actually, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I remember there being something about Ricky Rubio only because I know I heard his name this season. But uh, let me see. Uh, actually, 68 games. perspective real quick. Ricky Rubio has never shot. Ricky Rubio shoots worse than Russ and worse than Kimball Walker. But but here's the thing when you're, when you're looking at Ricky Rubio. Um, no matter how bad he shoots, he's going to find you. 
And and that's why I say if you think that Zach Levine is a superstar, then Ricky Rubio's a fine name because I don't need scoring from my point guard position anymore. If you think that Ricky Rubio is going to put Zach Levine in a position to be a superstar, like like Shane was saying, and we appreciate you for calling in, my boy. Uh, um, then and and we know what Vooch is. Vooch, listen, I don't know. Vooch can give you more. Vooch can give you less. But at a minimum, Vooch is twenty two and eleven. At a minimum, he's 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 really not giving you less. At a minimum, he's pretty much usually twenty two and eleven, unless it's a horrible night. Man, we need. I need a third person on my squad because that's what the league is predicated on. I but, need a third person. But I don't care I, how many. Listen, listen. Paul George is a star. Kawhi Leonard is a superstar. They still got a Reggie Jackson who was an all star in himself. LeBron James is a superstar. AD is a superstar. They still got Dennis Schroeder who was an all star in himself. True. Right. You need three people. Do you because have that's how you're going to compete? If you go, if you're in the East right now, you have uh, Harden, Kyrie, KD, and maybe you know if they keep Spencer Dinwiddie or whatever happens. Yeah, you need three people. Do you have it already though? That's the question. We don't have it already. Milwaukee, don't, you need three we, people. Drew, we, uh, Drew Holiday is an absolute stud. He ain't he playing like Boo Boo lately. But <laughs> hey, I don't know where. I don't know where. But hey, remember he got a hundred plus M's too. So if we gonna talk about inconsistencies, we need to talk about Drew Holiday because he ain't he ain't doing much to help Middleton at all. Saying that that's what's gonna be. But guess what? You got Giannis. You got Middleton. You got Drew. You got three people. Yeah. You go to Indiana. They got three people. Karis LeVert, Miles Turner, Sabonis. They got three people who are legitimately going to be su- uh, not superstars, all stars. I need, if I'm going to bring someone in there, I need that third person who he has to be able to shoot, which is why Lonzo Ball was so big on my list because, hey, he can start shooting the way he, he shoots. I think, so, you know, a Seth Curry, if he could, uh, Seth is not a point guard. But Seth Curry, though, something like that, someone who can shoot, spread the floor, stuff like that. You need people to do that because guess what? I just I just go ahead and just throw this out there. If Ben Simmons was on the Bulls, would it be good? Yeah, until we get into a half-court offense. But we I, half-court no, but see, but see, here's All the they're going to do is just sag off on Ben and, and go down to Vooch. But I agree, agree. But here's the thing. Zach Levine has been a more consistent score from not only outside but also attacking the bucket if you want to sag off zach levine i dare you to do it mm-hmm. i dare you to do it. i mean look, he his, his three-point percentage has gone up every season till he was one of till last season he he was one of the best in the league you know what i'm saying like uh, uh um ooh, ooh, jay garth in the chat says tim hardaway jr that's not a bad name either that's not mm-hmm. a bad name um but but to me i i True. look at if you look at Ben Simmons on the Bulls, the reason I don't want Ben Simmons on the Bulls is because of all that stupid money attached to him. And we can't, but it, fix, but we it, can't fix what's broken <laughs> to keep it a buck. But, but hey. I, yeah, I don't know how you, we can't fix you know, I'm going to be real with you. Ben Simmons need to work with Shaq. Forget all the point guard. What, everything he do point guard wise is great. He's a great passer. He wasn't in the playoffs. He, I don't know if he, if his brain broke in the playoffs or what in that last series, but for the most part, he's a great passer. He's a great defender. I, I need somebody to get in there and be like, every time you don't go into the paint and attack, you owe me $1,000. He needs to go in with LeBron. That's what he should model his game after. Who? Cool. Brian can, Brian can shoot, though. Brian's not on. 
Huh? Now we can, yeah. Well, NBA well, changed. Well, I absolutely love. I got to give credit where credit is due. I used to kill LeBron for not having an offensive, uh, like a, a nice repertoire. Yeah. He's definitely stepped up his game and, and added some things to his bag, bro. So I, I, I got to give credit where credit is due. He's actually become one of my favorite players as of late uh, and, and, and of all time. He wasn't high on my list before, but I got to admit, he is a top five player all time. I can't, I can't refute he, that at all. He's, he's a pure baller. I just, I, I don't, I don't know if I can put him a, I, I put winning in a higher uh, uh, category than a lot of people do. Um, and I put winning against some of the best competition in a higher category than a lot of Absolutely. people do, but you, but you can't take away. I mean, listen, like mugs, mugs say, well, Mike only won six. Yeah, but he did it against who we people that we still call some of the top 50 players of all time. And I can't take that away from Brian. Brian absolutely won in an era against the people that that list needs to be redone because I think there's some people that are bumped off of that list now. Can I, can hey, I listen. throw, can I throw a, 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 a wrench in the engine real quick? So I said, <laughs> any- I love the hand put up and the analogy <laughs> with it. The hand, uh, uh, teacher, uh, I, may I go to the back? You were the may I guy on the first was, try, weren't you? Man, you man. were the may I guy on the first man. try. So, um, one, is Dame leaving Portland? Two, is there any even glimpse or a possibility of him coming to the Bulls? No. 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 I don't Too think that, uh, is it like a no or a no? Nah. No, to me, to me. Now listen, I, I'll say this. I'm gonna say it's a nah, nah. and I'm gonna say right. it for this reason. I didn't think Nikola Vucevic was gonna be here. Ah, uh, that is the only reason I'm gonna say that. And, and kid, kid, remember, we sitting here. He was here. We sitting here talking about Lonzo Ball. Right. We sitting here talking about. We, we talking about everybody but that dude. We talking. No I didn't even. That trade I didn't coming. even know Booch was on the table. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but real talk, I think that's what made it such a a good target for uh for AK because it was a star. Berdan. It was a potential star who was being slept on. Right. Because he was an all-star. He got into the game. Who we we just didn't pay him no attention. Who we talking about? Vooch. Oh, Vooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't pay him no attention. It's, Let's that's not Orlando. That's Orlando. Let's be real. We didn't pay attention to the Orlando Magic until the, the mugs went up into the NBA Finals. When yeah. folks got injured, that we was done. Yeah. But they was everyone wanted to see him come back and bounce back, and he was balling, and then he got injured, and he was like, "Oh, that's a wrap." And by the way, I hope um, if I know I know Zach will be um in Tokyo, crazy. I I hope Vooch Vooch and um Kobe White is linking up in some way. I don't care if y'all playing Garfield Park. Kobe White got a shoulder injury. Oh yeah, he can't do nothing. Then Dotson. I need some somebody needs to link up. You want to see you want to see Fields with Allen Robinson on the Bulls right now, like how that relationship yeah, is. Like, like, like Allen, Allen Robinson came back from from uh, um, kind of being like I'm not coming to do all of this to be like, I right, let's right. go let's go get some passes though. Facts. Let's go. Let's I go get some like passes that. in. I need some. I need, I need something like that. Like I need them to link up. I don't know where Vooch is in the offseason. I know most people are in L A, but uh, I need I need somebody in the guard position with the Bulls link up with Vooch. I, I'm going to say this. If uh, if Dame leaves Portland and it's really because of the coach they hired, I'm going to be so disappointed in him. I'm going to be real disappointed. What's the, what's the deal with 
Chance, First bro. off, I'm going to just say this, and if it just gets uh, – we on the radio, if it gets us can, it's really weak to go back 23-plus years on a case in which was clearly resolved, things of that nature, and say, oh, look at what happened here. Chauncey Bill has been in, in a coaching position for years. Now he's a head coach. It's really weak to go back after, after Jason Kidd has coached uh, Brooklyn, coached Milwaukee – Stuff like that. Now he's back in Dallas. You say, well, remember this? That's real weak. That's real weak. I know that we get in this PC culture and stuff like that, but I'm going to be honest with you. Stop it. For but real. He's, that's, he's, just, that's just so, – hey. And then on top of that, on top of all of that, just to throw more fuel to the on this fire, right, then now it gets reignited because guess who gets released today? Oh, Bill oh, Cosby. Yeah. Bill Cosby had a little while. Now everybody, now it's going to be, now I'm now they, they, they have whole people. panels of people talking about this. Like, bro, stop it. Who gets that first stop interview? Who That's gets real trash. Bill Cosby interview? Say yeah. what? <sighs> nah, that my baby, Gail. Gail. Who gets that first Bill Cosby interview? Gail. Nobody. You know what Bill Cosby need to do? Nah, you know he needs to, he need to make his rounds to all those comedians that was like, yeah, he deserved to do this, that, and the other. Okay. Go see him, Bill. Go see him. Ooh. Go see him. I want to see. I want to see them say the same things to his face. A lot Mike of people said, threw him under the bus, and, oh, and listen, a lot of people threw him under the bus. And then when it came out, the, this the, is the, this the is the only thing. This is the only thing that I'll say about Dame Lillard. Make sure your nose is clean. That's what I always say when we're talking about when we're talking about people that that I ain't real trash for that. I don't. I, he's he was absolutely one of my favorite players, but if he leaves because of Chauncey, bro, sit down. Now here's Honestly, the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's Becky the thing. Hammond, I was Chauncey I was, is the right coach for that, that organization. Hold on. Now. I was really rooting for Becky Hammond to get that agree. role, and I think I think she still gets a job this season. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I think that. Uh, uh, um, I, I'm not killing you for leaving because of a coach because we have seen coaches absolutely derail people's trajectory careers. However you want to say it, because they come in with a terrible system. It doesn't fit them. I don't know if that's going to happen here, but Dame clearly doesn't want to be there with Chauncey Billups. I think it's just because it's not his guy, but I don't, I don't even begrudge you for leaving because of a coach. I begrudge you for not having the balls to say I'm leaving because of a coach. I'm going to tell you the truth. Tell he should have left because of Terry Stotts not playing Carmelo after he was going off of 15 in the first quarter and then playing the rest of the game. He should have he should have did that with the last season when Terry Stotts making all them bad calls. How about you sit there and you use your platform to sit there and, and actually make some changes beforehand, not get upset when they actually try to get somebody who could ha- actually, if you really think about it, who does Dan remind you of? Nah. A nah, more athletic and better Chauncey Billy. Nah. Can't follow you down that one. Can't hey, follow you down that one. I remember Chauncey. Chauncey. Chauncey Billups could shoot, was always known as a good shooter and a floor general. Listen. All Dame does is shoot better and have a better handle. But for, all from the top down, you can sit there and put them in the same category remotely. And I, it's like from a coaching perspective, you know what Chauncey got that he ain't got? A ring. Now Ooh. I will say this. Ooh, you know what? Hey, you know, you know what Chauncey know how to do that, that he don't know how to do win. <laughs> I Guess will, what? I, hey, I will did they not beat though. the Lakers? How did they beat the Lakers? Kobe and Shaq had a whole little 15-minute segment. I can't believe I let them front load on this and stuff like that. Guess what? Detroit did that. Hey, listen, 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 listen. 
Ben Wallace a bit. I don't care nobody. Ben Wallace a big reason why Detroit did that. Hey, hey the numbers they had Ben Wallace on me. No. Rasheed Wallace Rasheed too. Wallace too. But I them I'll tell you, I'll tell you where Dame does remind me of Chauncey, and it's in the last shot of the game. There's a reason Chauncey Billups is Mr. Big Shot. He absolutely was that guy that could come in in that last shot of the game. I I can't Chauncey to me absolutely was was that guy, but on a lot of the teams, he was just the the setup. I'm going to get us into the offense. I'm going to find my open shot. I'm definitely going to get my numbers, but I'm more here to set everybody else up to be dominant, I'm, especially when he went to Denver. I'm just interested in one, what, once all of this blows over, because it will, Chauncey will be the coach. They ain't going nowhere. What offense, what what type of offense are they going to run one? Two, Dame has to now pick a lane. You're either going to be the player you're either going to be the guy, the loyal guy, the Kevin Garnett, the I'm staying here until ultimately they choose to rebuild and tell me if you want to go, go. But if not, we're rebuilding. I have one question. How how many years do you or how many seasons is Portland set back by firing and hiring a new coach? I'll tell you this. To me, it's two. This is what I don't like. I say two seasons. This is what I don't like. If we're going to complain about diversity in the league, let's stand up for it when diversity comes. I'm I'm mad at that. James Harden got a black head coach. What's the first thing you did? Left. To go to his old head coach. I'm not mad at him for it. I, I, don't, I don't like the way that he did it. I don't like how he forced his way out of there. But he 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 left. He he said, "Look, I I don't want to be here with this guy because I want to go be with my guy." Okay. Dame Lillard doing the exact same thing when Chauncey Billups gets a job right now. These are the same guys that say there's not enough diversity in these coaching positions. There's not enough diversity in the front office. I hate to tell y'all this. You have to work your way up. There's a chain of command. A lot of these guys that are in the front office right now, guess where they started at? They were head coaches. Mike, nice. I appreciate you. A lot of these, a lot of these guys that that are that are moving up in, in in the chain of command. Look how look how Brad Stevens moved up in the chain of command. Brad Stevens was a head coach. Now he's the general manager. Are you or, my, or Eric Spolstra is the person? Eric Spolstra. Eric, guess what Eric Spolstra is doing after his coaching career? You think he's just retiring? Eric Spolstra be building basketball teams. Bro, if you want to have Pat these, you you you, you want to have these guys get into those higher roles and so that the the front offices of NBA. Teams in in a sport that's seventy eight to seventy, even more than seven seventy eight, right? Seventy eight percent African American. I don't remember the exact number. Something like that. It's a lot. It's a lot. Of course, if if you're gonna if you're gonna have that argument and you're gonna go on social media and champion these guys, stand with them when they get these jobs. Don't cap out. Don't cap out. One thing I say is it's clear that a lot of people forget that the Detroit Pistons. Was the team that beat the Lakers? Was the team that LeBron had to get past even before he even had to deal with Boston? Yeah. They had a nice little run making it to the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. because of Chauncey. They really do. It wasn't I, just Ben, because guess what? Ben had to go back and look NBA. at it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like what I say with Brand, different with my brother. Different NBA. And honestly, just couldn't like we all got to see it. Yeah. But but Chauncey's what 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 are Chauncey's stats when he was on hey, Detroit? Though? One of the best series that you'll ever watch 
is Denver versus uh Denver versus Lakers. Oh, yeah. Denver? Yes, yes, absolutely. But but I'm not discrediting that. But but what what are Chauncey's numbers? Anybody got those real quick? I can just when he, but because because what playoff numbers or is a regular season numbers? Because just, that, you just, gotta realize that there was no superstar athletes on that team, but they were a great team. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. But but what I what I'm saying is the numbers that today, like somebody can be putting up 25 and it means nothing. Back then, if Chauncey's putting up 18 and, and eight, 18 and nine, you're only scoring 80, 90 points a game. That's a huge contribution. Well, he was averaging 17 points a game in 03. 17 points a game. How many assists for Chauncey? 17, let's say 17, 6, and 4. Back then at a point guard position, he was a high-scoring point guard. That's what that's what see that that's why I try to avoid the recency bias, especially on this show, because there's a lot of players we can look at, especially with what we're talking about with the Bulls, because there's a lot of players we can go get. Like you said, Reggie Jackson. Absolutely, Reggie Jackson was was playing at a steady pace. But he wasn't Reggie. Hey, look, he wasn't Reggie Jordan. Let's be real. What he's doing right now, that hey. man, that man is Air Reggie right now. Come on now. <laughs> which is right which now. Is, by the way, by the way, if he doesn't make his own weed brand and name it Air Reggie, I've got beef. <laughs> but don't nobody smoke Reggie. Everybody smoke the Zod. Listen, you got to get it back. <laughs> NBA no, champions, think- Eastern Conference champions, Central Division champions. I mean, listen, they they. From oh from oh god dang, I didn't realize how, how much they was winning. From 02 to practically 07, they didn't have a season under 50 games. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not discrediting that at all. And I, I'm loving this conversation. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna continue this conversation on the other side. Is there a player in the playoffs right now or that was in the playoffs that you guys think the Chicago Bulls should go after? I'm seeing like 50 some people in here. I'm seeing 20 something likes. If we can get the likes up, can we get the likes right. up on the video? Yeah, you know I'm We can get some likes in this one. Don't make me get Petty Casanova on you. I'm keeping them cool right now. <laughs> but uh but no, um, um, we, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. We'll be back on the other side. And maybe, maybe on this other side, a little bit of Scotty Pippen talk. Because is Pippen tripping? Because we know he wasn't tipping back in the day. We absolutely know he wasn't tipping back in the he day. He wilding out like Nick can. We'll be back right after this. The Contender. Chicago Cubs reporter for the Marquee Sports Network. Please welcome Tony and Drackey to the program. Are they true contenders, or is this a weak division, or both? What do you think? I think it's both. Uh, it, it is definitely a weak division, and you look around, and the Cubs are the only team in the division with uh, a positive run differential. So, and the Brewers, I mean, talk about the Cubs' offensive woes. The Brewers are, are right up there, too. Um, they're towards the bottom of the league just all season in terms of just offensive categories. Uh, the the Cardinals have had trouble, obviously, with injuries. They have a negative 38 run differential at the time of, of this recording here. Uh, Jack Flaherty is down. So I think the division is certainly a factor. Uh, the, the Cubs definitely are true contenders in my mind. The fact that they've been able to piece this together with the injuries in the rotation, missing you know 40% of their rotation for two weeks there with Elzelay and Trevor Williams still out. 
and still being able to piece it together. The, the, the offense, even though it's gone through a little bit of a lull this month, still has six all-stars in it, uh, some stud players, the potential to really get going, especially when pieces like Nico Horner and Matt Duffy come back, the contact guys. And then I think the bullpen is one of the top in the game, and the way Ross utilizes them is an absolute weapon. So uh, I think the Cubs are definitely contenders, uh, and I do think it's a weak division. So I think it's kind of a, a little bit of both that's coming to a head here that will make the Cubs a very interesting team this summer. You're on Sports Talk Chicago. Now it's time for a Chicago Sports Sit-Down with David Schuster. There's a book coming out in the fall, and I haven't been as excited to purchase a book since Abby Hoffman penned his novel, Steal This Book. Truth be told, being a good reporter, I'll try and get a free copy. But if I have to dig into my pocket, I gladly will because I can't wait to read what Scotty Pippen has to say about his views of the Bulls' dynasty years. Pippen, as you may already know, was plenty angry on how he was portrayed in the 10-part documentary series, The Last Dance. That documentary did take some shots at him, like when he pulled himself out of a game because Phil Jackson called for Tony Kuko to take a last second shot and also when Pip decided to have surgery during the season as opposed to the summer. Pippen and his running mate Horace Grant felt that the last dance was all geared towards Michael Jordan and guess what? They were right since Jordan had the final say on the documentary contents. So it should be interesting and maybe even juicy to see what Pippen comes up with. Will he take shots at Jordan? That would certainly sell copies. And lately Pippen has been warming up with Venom directed at current players like for instance Kevin Durant. Pippen in a GQ article criticized Durant for not getting his team past the second round of the current NBA playoffs and that LeBron James is a much smarter player. Well, not to be outdone, Durant fired back on Twitter, reminding Pippen that he did quit on his teammates and that Phil Jackson and Jordan were the real leaders during the Bulls' heydays. So you get the idea that Pippen is like a pro wrestler who has turned heel, also known as the bad guy, and with that as his motivation, his upcoming book could be a bestseller, at least with Chicago sports fans. We talk Chicago sports and we don't hold anything back independent and non-wavering sports talk about your favorite teams we aren't afraid to criticize the product on the field and we have to earn every inch of access we get giving you the honest and informed coverage a chicago sports fan deserves on the contender the contender we've got you covered with non-stop talk about your favorite teams and the sports content doesn't ever take a break even when our hosts do. Streaming live 24-7 on thecontender.com and coming soon on the Contender app. We are the Contender. The best sports talk from Addison to Madison, all around Chicago and the world. It's the Windy City Breeze with Pat the Designer on the Contender.
actually, she was made from Duce, if we're being 100% honest. But I appreciate James flipping. Yo. Shout out to my man's the producer all the way back in the NY, showing us a lot of love. I appreciate you, my boy. She is lovely. Let me tell you right now, it's a, it's a weird feeling being a father. Um, I haven't even done anything fatherly yet, and it's just like, bruh. Hey, you you, you, you made the first wild? step. So you I'm made a, the first step. Yeah, that's true. You created to half of it. Okay. <laughs> the, the wild part is this is probably the last episode in this studio because if y'all don't know, um, this studio is uh, built out of, uh, out of the crib, and um, there was supposed to be a big remodeling project. She's not supposed to be here yet. So... This studio now has to turn into her room. So the studio's making a move. Right. The ASKR studio is going to a different location, but it's all love. Um, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. We are back at it again. Welcome back into the Windy City Breeze. Your boy, Pat, the designer, Mr. Two Letters, AD, and of course, Petty Casanova, P-Kid, chilling good? out in Indiana. We got people on the phones, man. Uh, we got my boy. Listen, we we... The last time P-Kid and Mike Fife went at it, it was a beautiful clip. I think I clipped it up. I don't know if I ever put it out. I'm going to put that out. But um, let's get let's get into it. Let's go out to the 847 Walktown, Waukegan. Mike Fife on the line. Mike Fife, what's good with you, my boy? Yo, yo, yo. What's good, son? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Man, you know, we living the dream out here, man. I didn't join your club now. Shorty's on the way. Well, Shorty here now. She ain't on the way no more. I got to no. switch it up. Exactly. What's on your mind, though, my boy? Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. No problem. I think that the um, Bulls really have three um, top targets that they should really go after this offseason being Lonzo Ball, Kelly Oubre Jr. and Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Um, Wowzers. And Blake and Blake Griffin for the fact being that for the past two years he was hurt, but his numbers are still decent. He can still give you fifteen five and five. You don't need him to be Blake Griffin of old. You're not going to ask him to run the team. You know, you just need steady production. And I, I think you have that, that though, in Tice, don't you? Give, he, can, he, can give, he can give a contender that steady production. Even the Bulls, he can give them that steady production in 20 minutes a game. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you, but I think that's the situation you look at if Daniel Tice walks. I think you have that in Daniel Tice already. Yeah, I'm out on it. I'm sorry. I can't even I can't even let that walk, dog. I'm sorry. That one just don't make sense to me. I, I wish I, I almost let you have it, dog. I was really thinking of it. I even squinted my head and tilted it sideways to see if it would work. <laughs> it ain't going to work in my opinion, dog. I can't even let it slide. Blake Griffin right now barely fit on the team he was on. He had some good minutes, but I'll be honest with you. Nah, I can't do it. I don't I need to have him relive his Blake. LA days in Chicago. I'm just, yeah. I wholeheartedly respect your opinion, though. Everyone, you know, nothing, nothing, but I, I really just don't see how he fits in Chicago at all. In fact, if they even made a move for Chicago, I'm not calling a game. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I, I really just don't want to hey. see it happen. Yeah, dog. I can't let I can't let that one go. Like, what did do to you? What did Blake do to me? Absolutely nothing. But what did he do to hey. the Detroit Pistons and everything? Everybody else? 
he didn't do nothing for him. Be honest with you. you know what? <laughs> Blake Blake right now is in the perfect situation. He's in a situation where he can he can coke ride. He can ride someone's coattails to a ring. Let him go ahead and do that and retire with bad knees. That's all I want him to do. That's all I want him to you know get his ring and get out because that's all he's trying to do right now. Who else Outside did you say that, might fight? Okay. Who else did what you about, say? What about Kelly Oubre then? I'm actually with you on Kelly Oubre though. That's an interesting because name. The Warriors, the Warriors have the Warriors have to either re-sign him or let him go this offseason. Because I'm what do you good with Kelly Oubre? I like his hustle. I like his hustle. I like his bounce. I know he had a horrible shooting go, but I think that I think ultimately he brings a, le- a level of tenacity that we kind of we we kind of miss it in Chicago outside of Zach. I think you need to have another person who's going to be like, who's going to bring that type of energy outside of your star player. And I, I so I like what he does in that regard. And you know he he's a good yeah. defender. He gets boards. He's everything we want Pat Will to be. And so the only reason I would say no is because I think Pat Will has a you know P Will has a higher ceiling. He can but, be. Yeah, that's that's about it. But I, I actually like it. Like if we had to make a move for like a, a wing that could give us that board and you know give us those intangibles, Kelly Uber would be on that list for me. I, I agree with that one. That's a good call. I can't I can't even hate on it. You're not even I trade Kelly Uber for Laurie right now. The Bulls could the Bulls could technically just get him and, and use him as a stepping stone until Patrick is ready to take to take that leap and just be like, ah, right, you're our starter. The the problem is though the problem is you have to you you've started Pat Will already at he started his career I mean number four pick overall he rightly so should be starting um, I don't subscribe to the Tom Thibodeau Jim Boylan way of thinking where just because somebody <laughs> but um, but you but I I think you don't want to hurt his confidence either like Pat Will listen Pat Will has done everything we've asked him to do he just didn't weigh enough to do it. If you look at Pat Will's game, by the way, hold on, hold on. Before, before I go further, we got to give a shout out to this man, Mike Fife. Mike Fife been telling me since 2010, 2011, maybe, that Seth Curry was going to have a breakout season in the NBA. He finally did. Shout out to you, Mike Fife. He Fyfe. finally did it. He finally, <laughs> finally did it. <laughs> Mike Fife, a big Duke guy, man. He's a big Duke hey. guy. Hey, yo, Mike, we appreciate you for calling in, man. Yeah. We appreciate you for calling in. Stay safe out there, man. None below. None below. Now, I'm going to throw somebody out there real quick just because we've talked about this player. We've compared this player to somebody we have on our roster before. And ironically, ooh, somebody at somebody the trap window? All right. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it, it started raining, and you got to look like, hold on now, brother. Wait a minute. I hey, saw it. Ironically, this particular player ain't, ain't feeling his current situation. But right now, Kristaps Porzingis and Luca ain't getting along. And if you're getting rid of anybody, you moving Kristaps Porzingis. Now, yeah. hear me out on this. Kristaps Porzingis injury prone, just like Laurie was. But I don't know anybody that wouldn't switch Kristaps Porzingis for Laurie in a heartbeat. That I level mean, of tenacity right there. If we gonna go for a big or stretch four, three, four, whatever that wants to shoot. Kristaps Porzingis with the ability to play inside out like he does, I, I'm not against it. That to contract me, yeah. says otherwise, though, because he yeah, absolutely that, that's gets what it 33 is. M's next season. Yeah. 
And that his contract loaded. I don't want his but, attitude to 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 go throughout our locker room either. I don't. I just don't like it. I mean, he's been in some bad situations where the attitude is absolutely understandable. Yeah. I mean, like if cool. I if you if you play for James Dolan, you might want to punch somebody. In I mean, it's cool to be jaded, but I need him to come in ready to work. I just don't see. There's nothing about him that tells me he's on. He don't want to work. The the thing about me with Chris Stops is they let's be honest. Let's be honest. And 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 let's not cap on this at all. Christos Porzingis is in uh, uh um Dallas because of overseas money. Mark Cuban is not stupid. Christos Porzingis and Luka Doncic on the same team. If that team is mildly successful, you now corner the market on overseas. Yeah, that's true. The only thing that you don't have is the people that are rooting for Nikola Jokic. Right. You have now cornered the oh, like like Mark Cuban's not dumb. And 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 when I looked when the trade was made, yeah, it seems like Luca fits with that perfectly. But Luca's ball dominant. Luca's Luca is closer to Kobe. Everybody's like he's the new LeBron James. Absolutely, he is not. Luca is not looking to pass you the ball. Luca's trying to get a bucket. Yeah. Luca, one hundred percent of the time, is trying to get a bucket. There, there's nothing about his game that says he's he. Okay, yeah. He's he's vanilla James Harden. That's not a bad comparison. That's not a bad comparison. He give you James Harden numbers. And see, and and to me, that that's what you have to look at. You know what I'm saying? Like it, to me. I, I'm not mad. The the problem with me with Kristaps is 33 M's tied to his his body. Yeah. It's not 33 M's tied to his game to me. Kristaps can still be Porzingis. I mean, I mean, Christ, Porzingis. Kristaps can still be dominant. Kristaps <laughs> can still be. I hope he can still be Porzingis. He can he can suit so that dumb. guy. But but the thing to me is, it's about when you're on the floor. Listen, we've seen Boogie Cousins in 10 minutes of play, l- literally be. I don't care about DeAndre Ayton. I don't care about Sartre. I don't care who you say. Be the most dominant big man left in the NBA playoffs. He looked Sarge in the face and he said, you're standing in front of me. Bet. This not going to go the way you thought it was going right. to go. You're going to catch two of these on your head. Really By the want- way, if you play off of me, you're going to catch three of these to the face. I really want Boogie to find a good home. Me just, too. Me fun. too. Listen, you, you know how I am he with Boogie. one. He needs to. Tyloo going to work him into the lineup, and he's earning that time. He's I, earning I think, that time. I think it came at a weird time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like all of a sudden, Boogie started busting off, and it was just like, oh, snap, this mug is killing it. Right. Um. All right, put him in the lineup. We got to work him slowly in. I wasn't expecting this. But to, to speaking me- of boogie and stuff like that, you know, right now we got a game coming up. We got uh, Clippers and Phoenix right now. Uh, that game comes on in what an hour, two hours, whatever. Uh, eight o'clock, right? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Right? So two hours, basically, right? This is a legacy game. This is a legacy game. Phoenix wins. Chris Paul makes his first Finals appearance. Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix loses. Paul George has now carried this team. Without Kawhi Leonard, to a game seven down three one. He and doesn't have to win the series neither, to solidify leg- his legacy. Ne- neither, neither legacy changes to me either way. This, this, neither legacy because we know what we knew what PG could do. 
No, we haven't we haven't seen it as consistent because Kawhi's in the way, but PG's gone to Game Sevens versus the best player in the world when he was the best player in the world, this and he was Chris, giving him buckets the whole time and put him on a poster. This wow. is Chris' best chance to me. It doesn't change Chris Paul's legacy to me either because, yes, Chris Paul chance. gets to an NBA Finals, but people are trying to say all of a sudden this makes Chris Paul the best point guard to ever play or a top a top two point guard to ever play. It, it doesn't. There's, that, there's people point just started paying attention, though. No, but th- this is the thing with, with me with Chris Paul. Chris Paul, absolutely, one of the best point guards to ever hold a basketball, but you're putting him over a lot of people who absolutely have been continuously successful and not only continuously successful, have been the reason that their team has gotten to a certain point. Chris Paul hasn't been there. Mm. And Chris Paul, and before everybody's like, well, Chris Paul is not that kind of point guard. Yes, he was. Y'all don't. I, I would, y'all just don't remember it. Chris Paul on 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 uh, uh um Nolan. on New Orleans was absolutely a scoring point guard that was still getting you the assists. I would say Chris Paul is the only point guard that we mentioned of the ones that we would put over him that really didn't play with a another Hall of Famer most of his career. Here's the thing. There's play. Me and you have had this conversation many a times. Chris Paul over Jerry West. Jerry West is a shooting guard. Jerry West two. I thought Jerry West was one. He played a point. He only played point guard two seasons. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that one. Uh, now, um, now the argument we had was D Wade over Jerry West, and I say D Wade no. over Jerry West. Yeah, that's a different one. Uh, I if we, and if we're gonna if we're gonna count LeBron as a, <laughs> I mean, come on now, but. Um, th- there's a lot of people that were putting Chris Paul over. That Chris Paul over John Stockton? No. Chris Paul over John Stockton? Absolutely not. Chris Paul, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you. Let's have this conversation. And Muggs, Muggs might disagree with me. I don't care what you say. Chris Paul over John Starks. John Starks is absolutely a reason that the New York Knicks got where they got consistently. Is he not? It's John Starks not. And again, Starks got a job. Hey, hey, listen, listen. I love that little clickbait right there, bro. That's it's a John, clip right it's, there. It's John hey, Starks I'm going to clip that section up. Wait, what part of the show is this? We are an hour and 18 minutes in. I'm going to clip that one part up right there. Because guess yeah, what? That's the biggest cap. Hey, listen, you need two heads for that cap. Let me ask you this. Let me ask this. Without, without John Starks, are the, are the New York Knicks continuously – in the Eastern Conference Finals the way they were. John Starks was a defensive point guard that was shutting people down night in and night out. John Starks was finding his teammates and setting them up for beautiful shots, and John Starks could score. And say what you want, John Starks with a little bit of bounce. And look, I'm a Bulls fan. I don't want to give John Starks credit for nothing, but if we're going to put Chris Paul on this mountain, and listen, keep calling in. I'm here for whatever anybody want to say, but if we're going to put Chris Paul on this mountain of greatest point guards of all time, and I love Chris Paul. I love what he's done for the game. I think what he's done for the game off the court is more important than what he's done for the game on the court. But if we're John gonna put Starks him- doesn't even crack, it barely cracks the top 10 point guards of his era, let alone all time. Why? 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 Uh, well, think about it. Let's think of 90s point guards and how many do we get to before we get to John Starks? And I'm going to ask you this question. Let's think of 90s point guards. Let's think of 90s point guards that were in the Eastern Conference Finals time and time, and time again. Yeah, but where, not all those. Where's again, Kenny Smith and all remember, No, 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 no. He's, he's making a point. I give him that. But the point, the point I made was 
he played with a Hall of Famer most of his career. Chris Paul has not. Mm. You can sit there and say whatever you want to. Patrick Ewing was considered one of the 50 greats. Facts. So at although, this point, although, although, you can sit there I, I would, and say, I would, oh. I would tell anybody yeah. to go look at 90s dunk clips. He on a lot of them. And, and to, unfortunately, uh, he's not a point guard. Who? John Stocks is not a point guard. Ah, come on, bro. Was Mark Jackson a point? Mark, Mark Jackson's Jackson. a point guard. Mark yeah, Jackson yeah. was there with Starks, but Starks absolutely. And Mark Jackson is an absolute guard. better point guard than if you want to consider John Starks. But John Starks played the two guard. Hey. Play two guard, dog. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. But I'm a, I'm gonna play the game with you. Stop me when you when you tell me when to stop. John Stockton. God dang it, I hate that you're right. <laughs> John Stockton. He brought uh, the ball up. He literally, he literally set the I, offense. Tim Hardaway. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. VL Trapper. Gary Payton. <laughs> Penny Hardaway. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. Hey, <laughs> I love you, Pat. But no, you ain't getting that one, dog. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> hey, Penny didn't even play uh, well most of the whole decade. He's still better than John Starks at point guard. John Starks didn't play point guard. <laughs> and trying to, somebody trying to hire Penny right now. He pulled out. Orlando was trying to hire him. He pulled oh, out. Man. He pulled out. That's on me. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, look. I, I can pat McAfee myself. That's my mistake. Hey, now, now I do you one better though. Since we, since you mentioned John Starks, John Starks wasn't better than Tim Hardaway. If we want to consider Tim Hardaway a, a shooting guard, he well, definitely well, here's my thing, than, right? Here's uh, my Mitch thing. Richmond. Here's my thing. When, when the reason I brought up Star, I definitely thought Starks was a point guard, by the way, because he brought the ball up a ton. Like I, I definitely thought Starks was the point, but I guess he did guard Mike a lot and Reggie. But um, the reason I say that is because w- when you make the statement that Chris Paul is one of the greatest point guards of all time, and the statement's not top five, the statement is greatest. The statement means he's jumping Isaiah Thomas. The statement means, listen, right now he's jumping Magic Johnson. He's jumping Stephen Curry. You can say what you want about him. He plays the point guard position. He He's not a real point. Okay, whatever. He plays the point guard position. That You're, you're saying that Chris Paul is above all of those guys. Those guys are the reason that their teams won NBA championships. Hey, can can I give a comparison? Hey, look, for red, for red, say you, you just gonna take your L like that for red. Listen, when you wrong, <laughs> you wrong, baby. When I'm right, I'm right. And listen, when I'm right, I'm right. But when I look that mug up, I'm like, wait, John Stockton point guard. <laughs> hey, now I will say this though: you can make an argument that if given the Clutch same you opportunities, wrong. Clutch, you wrong. Clutch, you wrong. Chris Paul is the smartest point guard in NBA history. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He up there. Cap. He up there. He's up there. And and listen, we're talking about greats of greats. So to say that that uh, for me to say you're not you're not correct on this, it doesn't mean that he's not absolutely a high IQ. How like how like Frank's comment for me? You said what? How like Frank's comment for me? Frank's comment. Here we go. All right, listen, uh, I'm going to put CP3 over Gary Payton. I'm going to tell you why. Gary Payton may have been the only person of his stature to win uh defensive player of the year and i totally respect it uh but chris paul is a six-time steel champ mm. six times oh no chris uh, paul, defense. Payton, chris paul that's a whole lot of defense right there though yeah chris paul defense uh, chris chris paul is a four-time assist champ 
So that means at least two of these seasons, at least four of these seasons, he bust your tail on defense and got his and team offense. involved. <laughs> well, look, 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 hey, points look, look, team on defense, offense, and by the way, got everybody else bucket. Where, where's um, where's uh, where's my guy from Phoenix? What's what's the play with Chuck? Steve Nash? No, 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 no. He talked about Chuck. uh, you talking about uh, I can't think of his name. Chuck. He talked. He talking about the play on Phoenix. Um, that was. I don't, nah, with but, Charles team. Nah, just tap out on that one. With, Chuck, with oh, <laughs> Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson. KJ. KJ was really good. He did. He does not get the the respect he deserves. Kevin Johnson was actually. If it wasn't for John Stockton, he would have been an assist leader on several seasons. If it wasn't for John Stockton, that just goes to show you how dominant John Stockton was. However, yeah. however. Stockton had the benefit of playing with one of the greatest to have ever played who should be top 10 in Carmelo. Carmelo is, this is, is a thing. top five bucket getter of all time. But here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I don't take away what John Starks did because I think John Starks still sets people up. You know what I'm saying? John Stark's skill. John Stark's skill plays in the world. John Stark's dog. Let it go. <laughs> my bad. My bad. John Stockton. My bad. My bad. John Stockton. Tweaking. John, John Stockton. <laughs> John Stockton. John, I don't take away what John Stockton did because of Carl Malone being on his team. Because I think if you put John Stockton with Michael Jordan or you put John Stockton with Charles Barkley, you put John Stockton with whoever it is, he's going to set a grade up because that's what he was great at. He's one of the, he, he is the greatest to ever do it. Now, the one thing I will say is we're coming to the end of Chris Paul's career. John Stockton played so far another 450 games than Chris Paul. So hey, if look, you really want to think about it. End, Chris Paul might go just like John Stockton did. Hey, so if you really think about it, you know, there's no way in the world you can have John Stockton, who didn't win the ring, as this dominant. The only reason he's up there for me is because he has records that are so hard to break. But when you really extrapolate it out, if I gave Chris Paul another 500 games, who's to say he wouldn't beat him? Hey. But that's just not how life works. If, so, Phoenix, if Phoenix wins a chip, they will bring Chris back to try to run it back. I agree with that. I think I think that's the case, and I think they're going to pay Chris a lot of money to do it, which is why he opted out. But y'all, we can pay 40 M's. <laughs> okay. Hey, look. Hey, look. 45, please. <laughs> hey, look, when's the last time you guys were in a finals appearance? By the way, how's Mike doing? You know what I'm saying? But um, to, to me, if I'm looking, like, like you said, it's a legacy game. I don't think it's a legacy game either way. Chris Paul wins an NBA finals. He doesn't, he, he is one of the greatest point guards to ever hold a basketball. He is one of the, one of the best uh, 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 passers, one of the smartest point. He is all of that. And now he's got a championship next to his name, but he doesn't move up or down for me one way or the other, because this is the first team that one, he's been healthy enough to get this far. And two, he's been the reason that they've gotten this far. Clippers not built to win to me. And it's not like they don't have a personnel, but I don't think they have the mentality. Coming back from 3-1 won't work throughout the finals. Cool, you might try and get there. If Dog, you do you see how weak the teams are going to be in the finals? If the Clippers get to the finals, it don't matter who they play, they have a good matchup. If the Clip, yeah, if the Clippers don't get to the finals, they, they're probably winning. Because if the Giannis Clippers get to the finals, Chris, you got Chris your, your Western Conference Garden. champ right there. Chris Middleton. Oh, why Chris Middleton. Saying, why, Milwaukee might not win. Well, here's the thing, Chris Middleton. Who, who? Either way, you got Chris Middleton or you got John Collins guarding uh, Paul George. How's that going? Buckets. <laughs> you know what Buckets. I'm saying? It, it hey, doesn't matter what? who it I is. I got Patrick Beverly sticking Trey Young. 
It does. It doesn't matter who it is. I got and, Reggie and Jackson me, making them work on the other end because the one thing that, I, that Atlanta does well is they hide Trey Young. They hide yeah. him, but he's absolutely killing them on this, defense. Yeah, listen, right? they hide Trey Young the same way that that Golden, Golden State, State hides stuff. The same way that a lot of these teams hide the the smaller point guards who don't do nothing but shoot. I'm fine with that, but to say that. One way or another, this is a legacy game. That's a stretch for me. I can't follow you down that line of thinking. I got hmm. Phoenix and Atlanta in the final. I just, I, who who moves up? Does Paul George's does Paul George's legacy by getting to a game seven increase? Yeah, he's been there. He's been there. He's been there versus. Listen, he's been there versus better competition than this. And he's been the reason they were there versus way better competition. He not this. he took the he Miami had a team. He gonna crawl right back in. He his, took the in Miami his, heat in while his he, hole in his cave when Kawhi come back. That's facts too. But that's what? that's 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 based on that's based on how how they're putting them. That's not gonna keep it up. To me, that's based on how they're playing them. Ain't what nothing position gonna change between now and next year. But, then, but hey, this clutch, my, that's a that's a bar. I give you that. I give him that. What do you say? That this season, he did the most with CP3 least. CP3 has done the most with the least help. Discuss the most with the least help. What has CP3 done? Coast up. Hey, listen. A whole now. Now here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This okay, is a, see, he absolutely is this, did. It. Is, this, is this a career Phoenix? take? They're the best. One of the best teams in the league. Absolutely. Is this a, is this a career take or is this a year take? I think you, uh, the unfortunate part is you could go either way and it probably be right. I can't say that. Where did the Clippers mm. get? Where did the Clippers get? What are you talking about? When he was there? When he was there. Where did the Clippers get? I think I think they Chris were in, was trying to make something work. Chris was trying to make something work. I don't do injuries. Where where did the Clippers get? Okay, so we can't even take his career into into consideration then. I don't I don't do we can't take his career into such into he got hurt in Houston, he got hurt in LA, he got hurt in New Orleans. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I mean by that is when he's on the floor and they, they clicking, when they finally got past the Spurs, that was all CP3, right? Okay. What I mean by I don't do injuries and stuff like that, you felt like with Chris Paul, the Houston Rockets was the champs. As soon no, as Chris Paul goes down, you absolutely knew James Harden wasn't going to get uh, I knew it. I stopped well, watching. This, this I knew he wasn't going to get it. I didn't, I didn't think they were the champs because they didn't use them right. They used Chris Paul like they they didn't even use Chris Paul like they used Steve Nash. Like if Dan Tony if Dan Tony had used Chris Paul like he used Steve Nash, I'm with you. But they didn't use him right. James Harden was like fifty six percent of the usage. Fifty six percent. You know what I'm saying? Like like name me the team that Chris Paul put. And, and listen, you, you know what? Say, I may have to take an L on that one. I think you're right. He did have you, a lot of help. You you can say you it can didn't say, work out, but he did have a lot of help. You can say Chris Paul doesn't do injury. And listen, Chris Paul on, on the Lakers, you're probably looking at another ring because Kobe's there. Chris Paul gets you to a certain point. Kobe can absolutely carry you the rest of the way. That didn't happen. That's wild. That didn't happen. Chris Paul on New Orleans. Chris Paul going up against some of the best teams in the world. Absolutely. He, he didn't get it done. Okay, did that's tough. Come, he was by himself. after Chris left? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he didn't get it done. He did it. He was basically doing it by himself down in New Orleans. Okay, we can live with that. Let's go to Chris Paul in L.A. Chris Paul gets hurt every season, and at no point, even when he was healthy, and listen, let's let's talk about when he was healthy because we can say Chris Paul gets hurt. 
We can say Chris Paul gets hurt, right? But how many of those games did Chris Paul play in that they lost before he got hurt? Chris Paul got hurt in L.A. in game seven. He played. They were up 3-1. He played game, six, game five, game six. They lost. They lose game seven. Chris Paul goes to uh, Houston. He played in game five, game six. He gets hurt in game seven. They lost both game five and game six. To say it's a legacy game, to put Chris Paul on that kind of pedestal, to, to say that if he went, and I've seen this a lot, if he wins a championship, he's one of the best point guards in the league. You don't understand NBA, you're being disrespectful to a lot of the dudes that are. Isaiah Thomas, as much as I hate him, took is the reason that the Detroit Pistons got to the NBA Finals consistently. Won a championship on one leg. Literally won a championship on one leg. Hey, you you know I got I got CP3 top five, but he's definitely not top three for me. I got him top five, and Isaiah Thomas is absolutely top three for me because he beat Bird and he beat Magic and they prime. Fact. That's yeah. tough. Oh, and Jordan, Bird, Magic, and Jordan. Hey, Mike, we got him out of here. We had a spammer. Don't worry, keep going. Oh, okay, I got you. Oh, no, I, I see you. I see you. Yeah, he's the only he's the only person you could say that did who beat all three uh, legends. That team that he led, yep. that's it. That's a fact. And that's that's why he, to and me, back to back. Got listen, two of them things. Listen, listen. Um, out of all of the top point guards in the league, how many rookies? Yeah, and we can say what we want about the team, whatever. How many rookies are the reason that they team won the NBA Finals? Rookies. <laughs> True. Rookies. We're talking about rookies. I, I want to tell you about Hey, look, me and Kid have had the conversation about rookies. Rookies take seven years to even become anything in the NBA, and most of the time, they still don't win a championship. Right. Rookies. The only flack that he gets is that that was just like Larry Bird. Well, Larry Bird is different because Larry Bird went to a team that was like one of the best, worst in the league, and, and they won 60 games his rookie year. Right. But Magic, I mean, he went with Cap. I mean, that was a loaded team, dog. Listen, that team, that team, that team year he was, played, was... Hey, kid, rookie, but think about this. Rookie year, they said, kid, we need you to switch your position. Oh, I don't, I don't disregard it. I don't disregard it at you all. You know what I'm saying, dog? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I give him his props, and that's why Magic is top three for me. But I also give, I, I also look at context. And if I had to pick between the two, Larry Bird had more impact on the Celtics and that legacy than Magic Johnson should have for but the Lakers. Different. The only reason that's why we compare them that way is because we're, we're talking they, about, we're talking about point guards. Right we're talking about point guards. Yeah, they played against each other their whole life. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about CP3 and Clutch. I, I, I want y'all to understand, I'm not saying Chris Paul's not great. Right. I'm not saying Chris Paul's not a dog. What I'm saying is I'm seeing a lot of people put him on a pedestal and jump past a lot of y'all are putting him past Steph Curry. Are y'all crazy? Y'all crazy? Oh, Steph well, Curry's I mean, not a, a rookie. Steph, 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 Steph Curry's not a real point guard. Are you crazy? Man, next year is gonna be, next season's gonna be real interesting. Steph Curry is the point guard of this generation's Golden NBA. State, Bron Golden State back, Brown back, Brooklyn back. I, I I just I just I I look at I look and and normally I don't let Twitter and I don't let points like that get to me but but to me I love Chris hey, Paul. Mike, I, that's 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 not right dog. What do you say? Chris Paul was a rookie with the Spurs. Pat when when he when he when he got thirty five dropped on him. 
He was he, he was a rookie that year they went to the finals, right? And he was guarding Brian. And he got 35 dropped on him a game. And got got MVP. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody no, that guards. They didn't make the finals. What was that second year they made to the finals? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, the second year. He was a sophomore. Year. Okay, yeah. second year. Even so, it, 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 even if that's the conversation, like uh, anybody that guarded LeBron and remotely played defense got MVP. Andre Iguodala got an MVP. Andre Iguodala got 30 dropped on his head a night. <laughs> hey, look, let me tell you what a defensive MVP is. Go look at Dennis Rodman. Go look, I, I give you a current one. Go look at what Jimmy Butler. Now, Jimmy Butler absolutely still got numbers put on his head a night, but at least Brian was like, yo, I'm dying right now. Why are we at seven? Why are we at seven right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, like come on now. Like, and and to me. If we're, I just, I feel like there's so much recency bias that we we discredit the NBA that comes before it, and I refuse to do that. I give you that. So, so you're not on the bandwagon of Trey Young being better than Steph Curry or having a higher ceiling. Trey Young is is going to, I mean, possibly, but to say that now, Trey Young hasn't made it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, kid. What year are we in for Trey Young? What year are we in? Oh my god. But here's the thing, kid. What year are we in? I get you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how Trey Young's going to continue to improve. What year is it? Three. Three. I don't know how Trey Young's going to continue to improve. You know why I don't like that that comparison right there? People fail to realize it's because of Steph Curry that they even entertain the idea of a Trey Young. No, for sure. Like realistically, if it wasn't for Steph having the success he did and doing what he did at that position, the way he does it, Trey Young would come in and they would bench him. You want to know how I know? Because guess what? Before Steph did it, before they actually took the chains off it, we had a couple of good shooters who came in the league. Everybody forget for debt. Still dropping 78 in China for some odd reason. Right? That dude was a sniper still. For, for debt, for debt wasn't hitting like that in the league, though. That was the Jimmy. problem. Jimmy hey, had listen. Jimmy had, Jimmy had one game. Hold up. I'll tell you Jimmy's game where he absolutely snapped. He was playing for the Bulls. <laughs> The Bulls uh, signed him to a 10-day off of a trade, and that man went off. <laughs> you know, you know, you know who, uh, who else? Uh, he just did an interview, too, to kind of explain how his career got uh, uh, railroaded. Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings goes off 55 rookie year, and he says all of a sudden they they want, they want forced him to play traditional point guard, and he wasn't a traditional point guard. He has a, he has a nice interview on it. I think you all should go check that out. You should YouTube it real quick. Uh, I love listening to stuff like that because I always wonder, man, what happened to that guy's career? Because you can't tell me Brandon, a young Brandon Jennings from that year wouldn't kill now. Yeah, yeah, he would, but but that this that's what I'm saying. Like we want to discredit Steph Curry as a point guard because he's doing he's shooting more. They hate Steph so much. Oh I, God, I, but, but here's so the much. thing: I hate to tell y'all this. That's point guards in this NBA. What's Dame Lillard doing? We don't discredit Dame as a point. True. Dame is shooting. Yes, nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if, if we're talking about like th- that's why I say if we're that's talking why they about Trey CJ. But I okay, either way, but but if we're talking about all-time point guards, if we're talking about all-time point guards, you have to take into account eras. You have to take into account those guys from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. 
2010, 2020. So was Steph an all-time uh, point guard? Yes. How does he rank? Steph Steph is an all-time point guard to me because Steph, it, without Steph, none of those Golden State Warriors teams are NBA Finals teams. And, and whether 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 we say whether we say he's a traditional point, whether we say he's a point, he's the point guard that literally brought this generation in. This, this is say what you want. We can say what we want about how LeBron changed the game, blah blah blah. Social media. LeBron didn't change the game. LeBron's a freak of nature. Nobody can do what he does. LeBron, LeBron is a game. game. He changed the politics around the game. LeBron is a game changing player. But he did not change the game because there's nobody. Listen, I I don't care how hard I try. At no point am I going to be able to grow to 6'8", 240. I don't care how hard I try. At no point am I going to be able to be Michael Jordan. But if I'm a kid growing up right now. I can be like Michael. I just just saw a clip today. Little little, uh, young Caucasian male um, uh, uh, playing ball out in Calabasas. Pulls up from half court, drains it. Nothing but net. Not the hidden hill. You know what I'm saying? To, To me... That is the game-changing player because he literally took the game and you look at it and it's like, oh, snap. Now, to me, Mike, Mike was a game-changer because Mike worked harder than I, I swear anybody we ever saw a player work. Maybe right. Dennis Rodman on that level. Maybe Dennis Rodman on that level. That that I think players looked at Mike, Kobe looks at Mike and he says, I want to work that kind of hard. And I think it made the NBA better. But if we're talking about kids coming up, you're not going to grow to 6'8", I said 240, I'm tweaking, 260. You know what I'm saying? Like to take so. Steph Curry out of yeah, you're done. It's over. It's <laughs> I'm done getting tall. You you you're 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 five eight two six. Anyway, the one to, thing I will say, and I wholeheartedly agree with everything you're saying. To take Look. Steph to take Steph Curry out of that conversation because he shoots is stupid. He's absolutely the point guard. For the Golden State Warriors. He's the reason they went to the NBA Finals. He's say what you want about and listen, Kevin Durant, you dominated on that team. But with but Kevin Durant with nothing else, with Klay Thompson, who was injured uh, two of the three years. Mm-hmm. He doesn't I will get say it. this. To me, the three most impactful people of this decade is Kevin Durant, uh, Steph Curry, and LeBron James. I say KD for one reason. KD is now showing us that you can be 6'8", scrawny. No, Kevin Durant ain't 6'8". Kevin Durant almost 7 Kevin feet. Durant seven. Kevin Durant's Durant seven. Kevin Durant Kevin Durant seven. is a 7-footer who can dribble, who can, dribble, who can yeah. shoot. And now what do you see? You see a lot of dudes that size trying to get active. And all I'm saying is if you ain't never had the opportunity to play against somebody that size – that's a scary sight to see somebody coming at you full speed down the court with a handle at seven feet. Dog, I, I don't know. Nah, you don't understand. Oh, wow. People like Giannis, people like KD, there's a there's a large amount of, you know, we all went to school with those people that was just big for nothing. Like, you just big for nothing. Your mama's short, your daddy's short, but you seven feet. What what happened here, right? So, no, but it's a lot of those people who thought that they just have to sit there, grab boards and stuff like that. Now they're getting active. And for me, the next 10 years is going to show us a lot of six, seven, or seven footers getting crazy busy on a different level. And so that to me, you know, you look at Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram is like, yo, Brandon Ingram is a legit 6'10". 
But but here's so the what thing, happens kid. when you put five of them on the floor at the same time? Dog, it, it's no longer a small guys league. If you can't shoot a good three, you might as well get out. You, I, sucks, bro. Please. Hey, listen, I, you're not going to see too many 6-1 people on the court and in a while. I'm just letting you know right now. Wow. But you know like, what? But you know what? This is the thing. I can't say that because we just haven't seen it again. If we get uh, 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 another Derrick Rose, if we get another Russell Westbrook, I don't care if you're sick. You know that mentality, and, and D-Rose had to change his mentality a, a bit. I'm talking about D-Rose Bulls. It, it, the reason D-Rose got hurt, not 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 the major injury, but we saw him get hurt a bunch of because he's trying to kill seven-footers. Yeah. I wish, listen, listen, you want to know what Russell West or what uh, what Kevin Durant don't do? Yeah. He don't stand in front of Russ when, when Russ comes to the bucket. Ooh, facts. He don't want none of these. He'll, he don't, he don't want to see himself on SportsCenter like that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like since we they, talk about like the second comings of players, right? We got KD, and you would say Brandon Ingram. You got Steph Curry, and you would say Trey Young. Would you say you got Russ and you got Ja Morant? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes oh, and no. I like Ja a lot. Ja, Ja I to like me, ja depending, and, and I and I pray that he stays in the league a, a, a long time. I pray that he stays healthy. He but Ja to me is Derrick Rose. With a better shot. And I say that because mm. Russell Westbrook is 240? No. How heavy is Russ? Russ is definitely Russ is a bulldog. Russ is a bulldog. You know what I'm saying? Russ is what? Six what? Russ is six three. Six three. Six two, six three. He's six three. He's like Russ 215. is a bulldog. He's a he's a bulldog. You know what I'm saying? Like, like wow. I Dang, I, I just feel fat now. They say he's 200 pounds. Russ is 200? I'm sorry, Russ. He needs to bulk up. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, hey, look here. Hey, look here. My bad. My bad. I pre- I, I'm sorry. No, um, I'm, 20, I'm 204. I said I said 240, bro. No, but 6'3". But, but to me, that's just a different build. To me, that's a different build. John Moran, John Moran, Moran is a Derrick Rose to me. I can jump out of the gym. I can, I can uh, speed past you. I can blow through you. It doesn't matter what you do. You're not gonna stand in front of me, and I'm gonna finish it. Well, I, I gotta say this though. No, nah, I couldn't say Derrick Rose because you, you know, I got to see that up close and personal. I'm sorry, that kid different. Prime D that was different. I would I would give John Morant. I would give John Morant Russ because that's more attainable. But let's, I mean let's never say let's never say Prime D Rose because we never saw it. MVP Rose was as uh, yeah, we did. MVP what Rose. What we did see was better than the whole MVP Rose. That's 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 a that's we can say that, but but Prime is what age? 28? 28? I don't believe that. 28. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. You wanna know why I believe that? How much better can Luca get? We don't know. You gotta see it. Luca. The only, the only thing he can do differently at this point is Play maybe defense. make better decisions on like a but like as far as his ability, but that's like high, what he can Play do physically. Defense. What's what's he's, the best he's, Jordan? He's, he's there already. What's the best Jordan? The best Jordan for me is eight is uh 90. Even Jordan says his best year is 90-91. To me, if if I'm looking at it, you to me, to me, best Jordan is 92. Jordan with experience, Jordan still with the same skill level, Jordan with a little jump shot. 
That's a Jordan, dangerous. That's, Jordan look, himself says. Hey, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, kid. You can pick whichever Jordan you want, really. But you can. You really can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ninety-one Jordan, and they say 06 Kobe. You can't get no better than that. But but and and why though? Why though? Because the mental's there now. Now it's not about what Luca can do talent-wise. Now it's about because because we know it, look, he's gonna mix you up. He's gonna do whatever he's got to do. He's gonna get the job done. Luca don't play no defense. That's my issue. That's the that's the current NBA. I don't care anymore. I had to, I had to stop caring. I'm gonna tell you another one. Look at look at Zion. Let's be honest. How much better from a physical perspective can he get? None. Footwork and post None. game. But but what was what's the best? Think about Kobe. Footwork and post Cause, game. Because you know Kobe. What's the, when Kobe? When we're talking about Kobe. Kobe was talented. Kobe was killing it. Kobe could shoot. Kobe could dunk. Kobe could do all of that. Kobe was the most dangerous when Kobe not only learned how to play the game, but also learned how the refs are going to call the game. It's about here. Young dudes, young dudes, when they're in there, we can say we can say prime or we can say whatever the talent level is. Derrick Rose at that talent level absolutely was a beast. MVP how Rose do you evaluate primes? To me, I evaluate your prime as think about Derrick Rose at, at MVP level. When your IQ meets with your how he thinks now. Yeah. With how he thinks now. When your Derrick Rose MVP IQ. season. With how he thinks right now. Is your His IQ and everything there, that's the best you were gonna get. MVP the reason I say that is because Derrick Rose now, like we Derrick Rose now to me just shoots better, which is a great, you know addition to his game, right? Yeah. Very great addition to his game. But outside of that, he's always been a premier decision maker. He's always been an elite, you know, elite in those categories. His body just couldn't, didn't keep up with it. So I would, for I what would we disagree. got, I would the disagree. Best we got. I would disagree because there were moments and Derrick Rose is actually, the change in the way the game is played is actually extending his career. If the game was still as right. grit and grimy as it was when he first got drafted, he wouldn't Derrick be able Rose to be at the league. He wouldn't be able to still play. No, I, I agree. But but to me, when I'm when I'm looking at at Derrick Rose and I'm looking at what he did his MVP season, Derrick Rose had Kobe mentality of I'm gonna kill the point guard in front. Look, he still got it. Don't don't cap. Y'all, y'all go look at 2019, 2018, whatever year you want to look at. Look at Derrick Rose versus Kyrie Irving. Oh, you you're the best point guard in the league. Let's see. Look at Derrick Rose versus Steph Curry. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Derrick gets up for those games. But, but. But Derrick is also bigger than those guys, though. Hey, look. I've look. seen Steph up close. You I've seen Kyrie up close. Derrick is, hey, you know who I've seen up close? Who I thought was you big because he looked big on TV, but he's not big in person? Dame ain't big up close. Listen. Derrick was big. Listen, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dame going to get up for the challenge. Oh, you, yeah, this is a whole different thing. If, if, it's if a whole Derek, different thing. I, I, if, if Derek want to body up on Dame, Dame going to be like, let's body up. Yeah, I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. like that, that's a mentality. But but I, to me, if we're talking about primes, if we're talking about primes, we're talking about mentality, understanding the game, understanding the game on a different kind of level with the best talent that you can see. I'm not saying that Derrick Rose was going to play at a better level. I'm not saying that he was going to be better than MVP Rose because you can't you can't be better than one of the best players in the league. There's some argument on Brown on that one. Listen, I I, I think D Rose deserved the MVP, but there's some argument on Brown. Oh no, I definitely believe uh, D Wade deserved. We, we talking about 08? No, that wasn't 08. Rose was drafted 08. That was a uh, 10. Okay, that was 08. D Wade deserved that MVP. Hey look, hey look, but but when I'm 
But when I'm looking when I'm looking at those teams, when I'm looking at Derrick Rose, now I, I I get scared to think of what Derrick Rose would have done. It, it actually makes me sad. What he would have done with the Chicago Bulls with decision making. With 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 the IQ that he has now and not and, and the experience of being in those moments. Yeah. Look at look at what we saw in New York this season. If we're gonna talk about playoffs, look at what we saw in New York this season. Everybody was scared to take the shot. Not there. MVP Rose wasn't worried about it. I'm gonna live and die by this. You want to give me the ball? Bet. And Derek but if but if we're gonna but thing. if we're gonna live and die by this, experience is a is a a difference maker. To see Muggs win when they're young like that is crazy. Fair. Steph Curry next season experience watching what these young guys are doing in the playoffs, watching how Devin Booker and Chris Paul are playing together, watching how Brian and them are aging. Watch it. That's if he can stay healthy, Stephen Curry next season is going to be a monster. And he was a monster this year. And Clay. That's how I define prime. Uh, you know what? IQ. I don't I don't define it because to uh, me, Chris Paul the last couple seasons is playing the best ball of his career. The way he impacts a game and changes a game from from all aspects is better than he's he's ever been. LeBron, I think, is a better player the last couple years than he was outside of just 2012. I mean, not 2012, 2013. Y'all know what season. The season, he just went off, and he was just like, get out that way. Get out that man's way. Like, outside of that season, I think LeBron has played the best ball. I, th- I think 2018 LeBron was probably the best LeBron we've ever seen. That LeBron was just unstoppable. Like, level 99. <laughs> like, on 2K. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I... I, I I think some player, there's no statistic to it, realistically. People say they give you a certain range, and it's like, I don't know if you can say that depending on the player's game. Like, I don't think Chris Paul, you, I think Chris Paul is playing just as good as he did now, and when you would call it his prime. I think. I'll say this when Chris Paul was giving you 25 a night, mixed with. Chris Paul has never given you 25 a night. When he was down in New Orleans? Chris Paul has never averaged that much. How much was he averaging down in New Orleans? 25 is probably high. That's a different NBA. It's a very different NBA. 25? 25. Chris Paul in New Orleans, the most he averaged was 22 one season. And after that, everything has been under. He hasn't averaged over 20 points since 09. Hmm. Right. So I think, when you look at think, certain positions, Chris Paul, Chris Paul is what people say Bron should be. Chris Paul is what Bron is what Bron is. LeBron is just ten inches taller. I can't say that. <laughs> I, I can't say when that you're ten inches taller, you rebound more, you get to score more. That's I, what I happens. Can't, I, I can't. I can't say that because Chris Paul has made. I, I mean, listen. Say what you want. Look at the numbers. Chris Paul has made DeAndre Ayton better. And he was scoring before, yeah, but he wasn't doing it like this. It's easy. Chris Paul has made Miles Bridges better. Chris Paul has made Shea Gilgis Alexander better. Chris Paul for Chicago. Let's talk about, we talk in Chicago sports, how Chicago sports, or how Chicago talk. Chris Paul campaign better. has made Cameron 
Bartholomew Payne. His name ain't even Bartholomew, but I swear it looked like him. Bro, I was about to say, how you that man full government? Twenty-nine <laughs> points. Less, less. He didn't score twenty-nine points in ten games. Let's with the give Bulls. Cam credit. He took the chip. Oh, I give him credit. Put it on his shoulder. Yes. And he went and got it. Yes. I Chris give Paul him showed it. me that he was one of the best minds we've ever seen when he took OKC seven games against Houston. Facts. Facts. You got to realize right. that they lost in the last minute of the series. On a they were mistake. in that thing the whole way to the last minute of the series. And the no, only reason no, they lost is because they made a not stupid minute. inbound pass. Hey, kid, not minute, second. Second. On a, a rookie mistake. On a rookie mistake, Shea Gilgis didn't see Steven Adams. If Outside Shea, Gil- Shea-, Shea Gilgis was so tied to the play, but if he sees Steven Adams, they that's win that series. Yeah. They win that series. And I think, I think, I think that's really what it is to me. Like, like he Chris Paul makes his teammates better. Brian makes CP3 his three makes his teammates down. better. LeBron will make you trade your whole organization to get him around. <laughs> and so, like I said, LeBron has changed the politics around the game. And you yeah. have to appreciate that. Because now players are, are saying, hey, I don't want to stay here, stuff like that. That starts with LeBron. Fact. But when it comes to changing the organization from top down with the pieces you have, I don't think anybody in the last couple of years has done better than CP3. And I was about to say Kevin Durant, to be honest with you. But anyway. <laughs> hey, yo, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Anybody got any announcements before we get up out of here, man? Uh, nah, big chillin'. Just happy to see y'all, be with y'all, you feel me? <laughs> hey, man, listen, I, I have to work, but I got some I got some in the clip for the for the breeze. Got to pick up the slack. Uh, so we, I, I probably scrapped my whole uh, take on the Chauncey Billups thing. I, I realized I probably came a little tough on that one. And the feedback from this post, from this this thing right here, lets me know we ain't really trying to go that deep on that, that rabbit hole right there. We're going to scrap that idea. Eh, real quick, but you know, I got some other things for you. We so. also don't care. <laughs> we also don't care. We also don't care about Chelsea Billups. Um, I That's mean, listen, all right, y'all already know. Um, Shorty's here. Hey, <laughs> Shorty's here one time. Um, so we got we got a, a um a lot of stuff that I thought was not coming that possibly could be coming because I'm gonna be home a little bit more. Uh, um, still less, but but a little bit more. Um, but I appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Um, make sure that y'all check out. If y'all haven't seen, there's Breeze merch. Check out the merch by clicking the description yeah. in the link below. Um, Go merch it. Run it up. Facts, man. Facts. We'll by, your, by your grandmama, by, 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 by your granddaddy, great-grandfather. We got, it's all <laughs> type hey, of size. Everybody got to have a merch for the next show. But real quick, real quick, who wins tonight? Phoenix. Phoenix. I got Clippers. Game seven for Phoenix. Uh, game seven, baby. Hey, we're going to holler at y'all. Y'all stay safe out there, man. Peace. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.